quick, man. I gotta start this off with a, with a little props, bro, to wow. the production crew. Get out of here. The episode, I listened to it. I totally forgot that that was two combined into one. Yeah, we cut off. I had a massive technical failure uh, between the connection uh, with the mixing board and the computer. Uh, it's been finicky on me lately, so I have to like just not touch the thing. Uh, we're running a low-budget Joe Biden economy here, so uh, yeah. Well, hey, produ- production crew, there's only one thing to say to you. <laughs> and Brownie, you're doing a heck of a job. Yeah! <laughs> All right, man! Brownie, you're doing a heck of a job. Hey, now. Hey, that's a big shout-out to the entire production crew there. Good job, folks. Well done. Pat yourselves on the back. Doing a heck of a job. No raises for anybody. Not one. That's Joe Biden's economy. Joe Biden, that's right. In fact, we're going to tax you more, production crew, and uh, pay you less. (laughs) Work you harder. That's That's right. right. Give you more jobs. Uh, Yeah, man. Pretty soon we're going to take away your food and uh, make you eat bugs. (laughs) Dude, I stumbled across uh, Alex Jones the other day on Rumble. Nice. I've been meaning to tap into a little Jones. It's been a while. I do like once a month. Uh, dude, I got about five minutes of it, and I got the chills, dude. Really? He he was doing uh he was like answering emails. Yeah, man. Or like you know tweets or whatever. Oh yeah. And some guy, you know, did the typical like. MSNBC. He was like clearly like MSNBC, like lifted off all these people, and then he like even commented on Alex Jones and the Sandy Hook thing. Of course, and yeah. <laughs> Alex Jones just kind of goes off on this rant where he starts labeling COVID, Black Lives Matter, everything you've seen in the last three years. Every single one of the people you watch, every single person you believe is telling you the truth, they have all come to my side of the fence on everything. I haven't gone to their side on a single topic. I was wrong about Sandy Hook, but I never went to their side on anything. Wow. That's kind of crazy, dude. That is, yeah, that is really crazy, actually. Honestly. Think about it. They're even on his side of the fence now when it comes to the gay frogs, right? They're writing stories <laughs> about it now, right? Is... The BLM, when he was talking about how they're just stealing money, you know what I mean? It's a big scam. That's right, yeah. Scam. I mean, he, dude, the, he listed a whole bunch of things where you're like, holy shit, say what you want about the guy. They have all come to his side. I think we can all agree that the creepy factor behind Alex Jones predicting the uh, gay frogs or the frogs going tranny was that about 10 years later, all the kids turned into trannies. I know, dude. No, yeah, dude. This was kind of kind of weird, man. I mean, the guy kind of did nail that one, right? Because he, he was literally like, we need to look at the frogs. We should. This is going to, you know, something's going on here. There's something in the water, and that's turning uh, these animals into trannies, and then we called them crazy, and all of a sudden, here we are, and take a look around. All the kids are trannies, man. <laughs> it's weird. I don't know, man. Maybe uh, we should start listening to the guy. And then what yeah. kills me is, if you really look at it, the one thing he was wrong about, they just threw the fucking full force of the government at him, <laughs> ragged him up a fucking billion-dollar <laughs> bill. You know well, what I mean? And uh, I, we're going to tread lightly here, obviously, but when it comes to Sandy Hook, I feel as if all he was kind of commenting on was the fact that the actions and the reactions and the 
emotional displays from some of the individuals on camera seemed a little off. Yeah. It kind of seemed like this media circus around all these mass shootings. There was a lot of clowns at this one, you know? Well, and, uh, a lot of actors. A lot of laughing. A lot of actors, <laughs> yeah. I can't get over the fact that when I saw Handy, uh, Sandy Hook unfolding on TV, at the time I was a big avid watcher of CNN and all that crap, and, uh, you know, they were very clearly at one point chasing after two guys in black, uh, you know, like um, military outfits through the woods. And that's what they were reporting. Uh, I'm sure the, uh, Alex Jones has gone far down that rabbit hole, but, like, it. what's weird is that of all the things this guy has said, I mean, he's talked about going to Bohemian Grove and how they do human <laughs> sacrifices and, like, you know, how they're going to depopulate the earth with uh, vaccine programs and all this stuff. And, like, everything else he said is true except uh, this one thing, Sandy Hook being, you know, a little bit off on in any way or there being some sort of government involvement. No, we're going to sue this man uh, out of billions of dollars. That's a good call. And now I know he's right about everything else because you haven't sued him. That's right. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like you waited and waited and waited for him to be wrong, and then you sued the shit out of him. <laughs> That's right. Over like, s- even FBI agents got in on that lawsuit. Man, it was over, what, uh, seven minutes? Twenty. It was like 20 minutes. Yeah. Outrageous, man. Uh, yeah, well, cool. You did a little digging on the Alex Jones and uh, Modern Day Prophet. <laughs> you, you could pretty much dissect. You could get 20-minute chunks of me that would just piss off every individual race, gender. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We've offended everyone on this show, of course. You know what I mean? 20 minutes is nothing. I've listened to the show and been offended myself at times, actually. <laughs> what are these assholes talking about? Oh, wait a second. <laughs> I hate guys with long hair. <laughs> oh, man. Well, speaking of uh, dudes with long hair, man, uh, one of my new favorite uh, news items to hit the docket as of recently. I don't know if you were uh, catching up on what was going on, but a lot of wild things happening in the world. Sometimes it's nice to know we got a little castaway action happening. We have an amazing story to tell you about a rescue after months at sea. A stranded sailor and his dog were found in the South Pacific Ocean. Tim Shattuck and his dog Bella departed from Mexico three months ago. A storm apparently damaged his catamaran in one month into the journey, wiping out all his electronics. NBC News correspondent Stephen Romo is following this one for us. Stephen, what more do we know about this incredible rescue? Yeah, just amazing stuff here, Kate. In fact, I'm never going to complain about my travel woes again after hearing this. Two months lost at sea. The storm that you mentioned that they were in knocked out communication. So Shattuck, who's 51, says he and his dog Bella were able to survive. Just Stop right there. Right. And drink. I love this. You thought that delay at O'Hare Airport was bad. <laughs> well, yeah, but I signed up and paid for something that should be streamlined by now and pretty efficient. This guy jumped on a boat and sailed into the middle of the ocean. It's a, no, it's a you know bit. what? I like where this is heading. I'm going to blame Pete Buttigieg for this. I'm really into that angle. <laughs> oh, good call. Yeah, you know what? Pete, Pete Buttigieg, yeah. you, you get blamed for this one too, actually. Yeah, you, fuck you, you, dude. You've screwed up so much. I'm just going to tally on crap you have nothing to do with just to make yeah. you seem worse. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what? I'm going to throw in Brandon Johnson, Chicago's mayor. <laughs> I don't know how you did it, buddy. He had something. 
fucking Would you defund Raymar. the Coast Guard, Importantly, asshole? Importantly, he was also able to avoid severe sunburn by using clothes and hats that he had on board and also sheltering under the boat's canopy. Well, Shattuck is from Australia, and this happened as they were traveling from La Paz, Mexico, to French Polynesia. That storm did damage the boat as well, but it did that manage to storm stay did you a favor, buddy. You don't want to go to France. Yeah, man. I Come I don't on. know what he was thinking going there. French Polynesia. Of all the islands, you went to the French one? Yeah. Fruitcake? <laughs> oh, oh, we got a new F-bomb here, folks. I might just bleep is that, that. Is that is that worse? I might Let's just... try to go better. Oh, no, I think is it's... Is that softer? Uh, uh, it almost made me harder, now that you say it. I don't know. <laughs> is fruitcake better? Or... Fruitcake yeah. is... Way funnier, and I, you know, we should bring yeah. back fruitcake. I'm totally I down like with that. that. It's just fruit. Like, don't be a fruit. Don't be fruit? a fruitcake. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's a lot of letters there. Fruit, fruit works. Uh, nobody likes fruitcake, right? Nobody. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you pissing off with fruitcake? I uh, was experimenting with this one. Tell me what you think. I feel like we should bring back fairy. Yeah, the problem is now there are people that actually identify as fairies. Oh, they're, so that's their they-them pronoun? I think, yeah, I think that's one of those they-thems. <laughs> Damn it, man. Yeah, I, nobody's identifying as a fruitcake. Oh, good call. I'm sure there's one out there. There's got to be nah, some. even the fruitcakes dress as other cakes. You know? <laughs> they show up as a carrot cake. That's right. Which is <laughs> <laughs> a fucking vegetable. <laughs> carrot cake, delicious, though. I'm, I'm gonna throw it Terrible. out there. No, Are you I'm a, serious? I'm a fan, I'll take a slice of the carrot cake. Yeah, man. I'd rather have banana bread than carrot cake. I also Which enjoy just a, a good lot banana. about banana bread. I like a good zucchini bread as well. Okay. Maybe drop a hard F on this one. What are you, some kind of fruit? Oh yes. <laughs> Got the hard F. Is that a hard T I heard on that fella? Oh, oh I put a little E on the end. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Slip a little E on that T. The hard fruit. Uh, maybe, just a little. I think I've made it apparent with my knowledge of gay culture and French cuisine. Uh, so, it was impressive. Yeah, or French words, not cuisine. I had no idea about the snails, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I'm an expert on French cuisine. Well, speaking of snails, uh, we got this fella. He got rescued by the uh, with his dog. We could. We don't have to actually listen to Oh, no, no, yeah, him. I want to hear yeah. what happened. Yeah, uh, well, he got rescued. It's pretty crazy. Hopefully, but you, this area you know why nobody South heard was... about it? This is a dude. If this was like a hot blonde chick. Well, you know what? There's a dog involved, and I thought that was going to be a major sell. We, we're a big dog culture. What kind of dog? I don't well the story's amazing about the dog. They don't really get too far into it in this one. I, I actually read about the story on Associated Press this morning. Uh and that's what made me kind of find it out. Uh it, so the dude, he's on the port in Mexico and he's gearing up to go on this trip to the Polynesian Islands and this dog who's homeless is just like following him around and he keeps trying to give it to other people. And then the dog comes back and finds him and keeps swimming with him. And so eventually, um, he just took it with him on the boat, took the dog with him. And here's what I can't believe. He was stranded for three months, never ate the dog. Oh, I was just thinking that. And you didn't even know the dog? That's what I'm saying. Not even your dog. You didn't eat the dog. That's impressive, man. That's man's best friend, folks. There's people I know that I'm eating in three months. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) <laughs> not talking about mom and dad but i mean you know there are associates where 30 days in 
<laughs> I need that girthy dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey Yes! <laughs> Told you I had some gems in there. Uh, yeah, man. That was beautiful. Good call on the girthy dog, and also, uh, I that's I immediately was like, dude, you found the dog. It was almost like God brought uh, I was that dog that's the, onto that, your boat, man. I was about to say that's like the most amazing thing of the story is that the dog was alive. Yes, I can't believe that's what I'm you saying. Need it, dude. That just shows you we're just such pussy. Because. <laughs> The minute you die or even get too weak, that dog's eating you. Yes, that is what's pretty interesting. So the the guy ended up having like a ton of provisions and supplies, uh, you know, enough to survive actually for a long time on the open sea. But the- oh, take note, fucking billionaires that go down in a submarine. Yeah. By the yes, good call, dude. <laughs> Those guys were down in the water for fifteen minutes. This dude was out there for three months, survived on fish. <laughs> With a homeless dog. Get the fuck out of here. It's crazy. This is a crazy story, man. So he's out there uh, with the dog, and uh, he's got all this food, but he can't cook it because the electricity was knocked out on his boat. And he had no, like, flame or anything to cook it up, so him and this dog were just catching fish. And he like what the fuck? and he stayed sane. He says by uh, jumping in the water once a day and swimming for a little bit, and you know, kind of uh, covering himself, you know, from the sun, and uh, just like he 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 just like made it happen, man. And he had enough water. That's amazing. Yeah, well, he he stored away like uh, a bunch of stuff for this huge trip, so like he he was prepared. Ladies, 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 find yourself a man like this guy. Yeah, took, took care of a homeless dog, had enough provisions to outlast. This is a good guy. This is the guy you want. Three months on the open sea, man. No problems. Uh, props to you, brother. <laughs> yes, you you. We gotta create a hall of just good guys. You're in the hall of good guys. Yeah, he's a good guy. He survived. He's Australian, kind of a goofy fella. When you'll see his picture everywhere, he got saved by this tuna boat. And the tuna boat, I guess what they do on these big tuna fishing vessels is they have this helicopter and they go out further to see where the fish are and kind of trail them and what have you. And so on that journey in the helicopter... They saw the dude on the boat with his dog, and they tossed him some water and yelled down that they'd be back, and they uh, came back uh, a few hours later with a speedboat and took him onto the vessel, and so there's this picture of him on the (laughs) ship, and he's got this bright red Tui tuna fishing boat cap on, and he's just like... You know, totally... Uh, Why wasn't it a Bubba Gump? That would have been so much better. Oh, you know, it's, it's... Like, if you glance, it's almost MAGA. And I think this, that's why this story got no play. You know what I'm saying? The, all the pictures of the guy on the cover is just him with this red hat on. Nobody wanted to touch this one, man. Yeah, you know what? Actually, I'm going to blame Pete Buttigieg for the lost, disappearance, broken boat. And I'm going to give Trump the credit for the rescue. hey oh yeah, man. Good job, Trump. That's right. Wait. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, Trump's in the doghouse now, man. Did you see all that action? I got no clips. I don't believe in clipping Trump news. But, uh, you know, he's he's going to be arrested again, and they're going to take him off the ballot. And His numbers are going to go up. 
Like you guys, they're doing it on purpose. Yeah, because they want him to run again. Right? They they need him to run because I don't. I think they're trying to get rid of Joe, but they can't. Although Joe Biden, like, literally, is not running a campaign. He's actually literally not even alive. Did you see him today? He fell asleep during a press conference meeting <laughs> with another leader. He, it's no. yes, it was all over Twitter. There's like a solid. 12 seconds or so of him just he's dozed off and nodding and it's one of those photo ops right where they're both sitting in the chairs like smiling and bullshitting and not really yeah he he passed right out man uh, it's just so sad it's like grandpa you know what i mean it really is just your grandpa yeah dude so that's exactly what it is. yeah of course man i mean he's 90 what is he 82 Something like that. I he's, don't know. He's definitely but not it's, it's, sailing for three months. I'll tell you what, man. Something happens where, like, dude, it really doesn't even matter, dude. It's just, like, you hit, really, like, once you hit 50, it's like a car. You know what I mean? I can show you a 90-year-old car that's in mint condition, but most of them are not. That's you know? right. Good call. The, the only ones that exist in Jay Leno's garage, I assume. <laughs> but even, like, 60. Most people are good at 60 still. But I can show you some that are not, you know, <laughs> yes. that are like, they look like they're 80 and stuff, you know? So that's why you got to take care of your car, you know? And by car, you mean your body. Take care of your car, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I always tell Nona, just like an old Cadillac. Just like an old Cadillac, man. You know, you got a few bumps here and there, a few squeaks. Never stop rolling. Yeah, good call, man. That's uh, good advice for everybody. Take care of your car, just like you, uh, or take care of yourself like you would take care of your car. A mint condition, uh, classic ride. Um, make I forgot sure. who said it, but it was a great point where, like, imagine if you, when you turned 16, you got to pick any car you wanted, but that was it. It was the only car you were ever able to drive for the rest of your life. Right? Oh, Think yeah. about how, like, how well you would take care of that car. <laughs> you know? I feel like 16-year-old dudes, they get that first car, they really take care of it for about a few days, and then, and then you know, it's you and your friends just uh, running amok and creating pure havoc throughout the oh, streets. because you know you're going to get another one, but if it was your only one... Oh, yeah. That's it. All right, well, uh, what car would you pick if it was your only one? Can I alter it, or does it have to be, like, stock original? <laughs> you mean, like, add-on as you get older, you know? Like, like, can I do, like, a can I get, like, an old car and then do a resto mod on it? I, I guess so, yeah. I'll give you that. Oh, <laughs> uh, like a 70, probably like a 72, 73 Mustang Mach 1. I'd get the green with the white racing stripes, but I would totally redo the interior with some badass, some nice bucket seats, and then I'd just redo that dash, put, like, a nice... Uh, little touch screen in there oh yeah man all right modernize it you got to go all yeah. new fucking disc brakes yeah oh I, I yeah the best thing is when, i think the best thing is when they take the old cars and they put it with all new shit newer suspension newer brakes make it handle like a dream but you still got the muscle you know yes absolutely i'm all for that i'm a big proponent of tesla releasing tesla cars stylized as those 1950 corvettes are they doing that? No, I think they should. That's been my uh, idea since day one of Tesla. I'm like, why don't they make old-fashioned cars, but way, way less, right? Because they're using the fiber now instead of the steel frames and all that. Uh, and they weigh more if you make them electric. 
Oh, good. Well, you know, I'm just saying. So that's you know. like, no, there's a car, there's a company in California. That's all they do. You you bring them like your old like Chevelle and shit, and they make it electric. <clears throat> nice, dude. That's awesome. It's actually pretty badass. I would bring in a DeLorean, have them install a flux capacitor, <laughs> and a uh, Mr. Fusion. I don't know if they have that yet, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, supposedly it came out ten years ago. What <laughs> that's right, dude. Can I get a flux capacitor on this beast? All right. Can't do that. Come on, Mr. Fusion. I should be running my car on garbage. <laughs> Why could I not run my car on garbage? I don't get it. We really should be somewhere in that world, you know? Like, we don't have the holographic technology. There's no jaws coming out of the wall and freaking me out. Like, we got nothing, man. Even the movies, like, like we don't even have good 3D. Like, they tried 3D movies for a minute about five years ago, and <laughs> no, it was total crap, dude. It was the same crap from 30, 50, uh, dude. 35 years I ago. Saw- I saw something yesterday that blew my mind. I don't know if it was real or not, but it looked it was it was convincing to me. But uh these guys they like talk they show how like all the technology like they keep coming up with technology for movies, like filming movies to like stabilize cameras. Oh, right. You know what I mean? Cuz yeah. that's like the whole, that's like the, you really want to keep that steady and be able to move it, you know? That's right. And they show all these things, and then they do side-by-sides how their video is better. And do you know what they did? I have no idea, man. <laughs> they AI. fucking, they tied a camera to the top of the, a chicken's head. Wow. So if you, like, if, you, if you do it, you can move a chicken. They, like, keep their head straight while the body moves. It's like this, I don't know, it's like this thing chickens do. And so, like, if you, like, they just mounted it to the head, and as they're, like, running with this chicken, now when the chicken's head moves, the camera moves. I was gonna say, yeah, don't the chickens do that funny, you know, kind of, and they, like, kind of look to the side, you know? (laughs) No, but, like, we know when you grab them, like, and you're holding their wings down and everything. Yeah, man. They're in this, like, Ted's position, and their head, like, it's like a gyroscope, doesn't move. Wow, so you, you get perfect... Uh, video camera st- stability with stability a chick- with a chicken. So funny, dude! With a chicken, <laughs> it just shows you how dumb we are. Or just the answers for things have always been right there, right in front of us. Well, no wonder we can't build the pyramid. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like you, you nailed it on the head a, a few episodes ago. Just about how, like, maybe the hieroglyphs of the dudes with the rope. <laughs> wrapped around the brick showing them <laughs> pulling the brick like maybe that's just how they built the pyramids and they're just like they painted a, a a picture for a retard to understand and we're just like overcomplicating everything <laughs> no it was space aliens man or they have anti-gravitational technology they use the rivers and the electromagnetic you know magnetic sphere and everything man it's all it's all magic bro you go back 10,000 years there's just a bunch of guys that are like all right we want to make a monument a bunch of like gay artists, you know. Like, <laughs> right, we're gonna make this monument for the future. It's like those guys that do the uh, they plant those uh, capsules, the time capsules. Yeah, these people just built a time capsule, and then they're like, "We're gonna put a message on there 
that you, anybody can read. It's in symbols. <laughs> That's kind of what we did with the Voyager 1 and 2, right? Uh, the, it's exactly what we shot did. these time capsules out into interstellar space, hoping someday that either another species of uh, you know, space travelers <laughs> finds them, or maybe we're just in a big loop, and it just hits right back into us. Wouldn't that be crazy if we like saw something coming and we're like, oh my god, it might be aliens, and it was just Voyager 1 and then Voyager 2? (laughs) Wouldn't that just be so disappointing? Like that's that's how big space is, that's it. Or what if you go back or what if you could like see back in time Voyager 1, Voyager 2 hitting where a bunch of monkeys are and the D you know, the viruses (laughs) that are on there. From current day, that's what takes over and mixes with the DNA. Wow, man. Mm. Did we send DNA on those satellites? Well, it's inevitably, there's viruses. If anything can live the vacuum of space, it's it's on there. Oh, you're saying just naturally because of, um, you know, stuff in our air and, I mean... It's the big argument as to why you can't ever really say now, it's going to be hard to prove, like, microscopic life on Mars was there before we landed our first rover. Oh, wow, because we've been there now for so long. and Just like when we landed on the, f- the new world, we come back 20 years later, everything's dead. That doesn't mean there weren't humans there. There were, but they died from our virus. You know? Wow, so we may have already, in some way, planted some life on Mars. Baby. Isn't it the... Tard, <laughs> what are the tards? Uh, tardigrades. Yes, yes. See, you knew what the retardigrades. Uh, they're uh, <laughs> those tiny microscopic beings that are that can yeah. survive in the vacuum of space. I'm I'm right about that one, right? Yeah, they can survive. Yeah, they're so weird. They're like too small. They're like they don't drink water because they're smaller than the water molecule. I'd like to get Ooh, a visual on where that Tesla is that uh, Elon shot off into space a few years back. Probably not as far as you think. Really? Am I going to be disappointed at the distance of Spaceman? Yeah, how long ago was it? You're probably, like, not even to Saturn. Well, is, was it able to leave our orbit, or does it just stay stuck kind of in oh, our Oh, no, 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 he launched it out. Okay, yeah. yeah. It, so, its trajectory is out. It's going to leave the solar system. We have no idea what he put in that car, do we? I'm guessing a lot of evidence. I assume some child or you know ex-lover. In, do you know who was in the uh, suit was uh, the Clinton's hitman? <laughs> <laughs> so the way they could get the evidence far enough away. Dude, I wonder if someone was in the suit. <laughs> and Elon just like got, got someone taken out, and he's like, I'll send you somewhere where you'll never be found. <laughs> Shoots him off into space. Elon, I know Elon gets a lot of love out there, but he just... I cannot shake this feeling this man is some sort of Bond villain. You know, they are they are all Bond villains. Oh, uh, wow, dude, yeah, I was right. It's actually, like, about equal to Mars from right now. Wow, the, te- the spaceman the in the space Tesla? Man, yeah. I wonder, it's like... 92 <laughs> million miles away. Do they have a trajectory on where they think it could potentially maybe make contact with a planet or something? Uh... Probably not. It's my wild imagination. I have a feeling Elon sent this thing on a specific course for a specific place. There's something up with Elon. I don't trust this spaceman in the Tesla. (laughs) 
<laughs> When's the last time anyone talked about this thing, uh, man? It can't be, dude. It took five years. It's been five years. It's been, it's only gotten that far. Something's about it. Well, wait. It's only five years to Mars? Oh, no, no, no. So it, he is in orbit, I guess. Around Mars? He's in, no, he's in orbit around the sun. Oh, like so, in, be, in between, it's like a weird orbit in so, between the Earth. So, and spaceman the, and on the red Tesla has his own orbit right now with the planets around the sun. Yeah, he's orbiting, I guess. See, there's something weird there. I think Elon sent out some sort of like generator reactor gizmo thing that's gonna like create a fusion reaction and be like a new sun or something. Oh, that's just them, dude. That was literally that is just some new like crazy advanced weapon technology that we launched up and they're like hey put a tesla on there we'll make a big deal out of it. <laughs> <laughs> nobody will know they'll all be talking about the tesla in five years <laughs> <laughs> dude you know that some like nuclear warhead orbiting orbiting shit well yes there was i know for a fact we all do that elon is in complete cahoots with the Department of Defense. I mean, he's arming space with our military. That's what Space Force is, I could only assume. Dude, this is bizarre. I did not know he was putting it in. That's an incredible feat. That's kind of crazy. So now we have a... We essentially put something in between us and Mars in orbit. Oh, he's definitely going to Mars. Dude, he's up to something with that spaceman and the Tesla. I'm telling you, there's a payload of some sort in the trunk You're of right, that Tesla. Yeah. That's where he hid his weed. And I know, Stoner. It's his weed <laughs> stash, man, for you sure. Send the weed first. <laughs> Good call, dude. That's fucking hilarious. You always send the drugs first, dude, so you know it's there when you get there, you know? That is spot on, sir. And not only that, we all know the Tesla, two trunks, right? Doesn't have the engine. <laughs> He's got double the space, man. Oh, weed and cocaine. I, uh, I want to yeah. party with this, man. Does this guy know how, how to party or what, dude? <laughs> yeah. That's a good thought. I'm going to Mars, baby. You need <laughs> a plumber? Right. You imagine they all land on Mars and Elon's with them, and everyone's like, oh, my God, this is insane. What were we thinking? Why did we decide to do this? And Elon turns around, <laughs> and he's like, check it out. <laughs> Spaceman just oh, lands. Oh. <laughs> Opens the two trucks. Cocaine and weed and booze. <laughs> <laughs> Starman's actually Spuds McKenzie. Oh, oh Starman. I keep calling him Spaceman. That's, That's <laughs> same shit. Starman's a little cooler. It's got the David Bowie uh, kind of thing to it. But yeah, That's dude. That's crazy, dude. That That's is crazy. really bizarre. I had no idea. I, all, I thought it had already burned up in the sun or in our orbit. So that's what I thought it was just launched out, but no, dude. So the orb, the way its orbit is, is it looks like. Uh, I'm trying to like do it really quick. I don't even know how to say it. I think it's like every eight months or so, it's either intersecting our orbit or Mars's orbit. See, there's something so, going on here. I think yeah. I think you're right. He's drug running. He's sending himself some dope in the future. <laughs> it's the Heron. <laughs> the I know hair. how these guys are. <laughs> The hair on. And you know in the glove box, a little bit of adrenochrome. You know, you want to stay looking good there on Mars, right? Uh, I thought the glove box was for the uh, Korean foreskin. <laughs> There's no Koreans on Mars, you know? 
Oh, man. Well, uh, How squinty would the eyes be on a Korean Martian? Wow. And <laughs> not only that, dude, where would their demilitarization zone be? Honestly, like, where could you put that mark? Oh, maybe that is the orbit he's orbiting. <laughs> and uh, speaking of the DMZ, my man, did you catch the news today? We are in a bit of trouble here. Yeah, the breaking like news about the oh, trying to start wars. Oh, dude, this is a this is a juicy nugget. American detained in North Korea. Senior foreign correspondent Ian Panel has the latest. Good morning, Ian. Yeah, good morning, George. That's right. An unnamed U.S. serviceman is believed to be in North Korean custody after crossing over the heavily fortified demarcation line between North and South Korea. The United Nations Command, that's the multinational military force headed by the U.S. to support the South, issuing a short statement saying that the individual had crossed over the border without authorization. The U.S. national is reported to have been on an orientation tour of the area at the time. Remember, Donald Trump famously crossed over the demarcation line when he was president. I like how they bring this up and they show this clip of Trump and Kim Jong-un just like casually strolling along this uh, oh, pathway. Exactly the same. Same spot. Exactly the same as this uninvited guest. <laughs> same thing. Same. North same Korean leader. Where's Dennis Rodman? We're going to start hearing <laughs> Dennis Rodman, I guarantee, in the news very soon. Kim Jong-un back in 2019. The incident, though, comes as tensions are high between Pyongyang and America, South Korea and its allies. And on the same day that a U.S. nuclear-capable submarine arrives in South Korea, the first such visit of its kind in more than 40 years. Cases like this are extremely rare. The U.N. command says it's working with Pyongyang to resolve this incident. Oh, yeah. I'm sure we'll get him uh, back just as fast as we got back Brittany Griner, right? Or that kid. Remember that college kid that came back and died like as he was getting off the plane? <laughs> yes, because they never come back alive when it comes to North uh, Korea, dude. This is, uh, you talk about it all the time. Uh, you know, I was chatting with a coworker recently. They were describing the process of getting their passport. I said, you know, my brother doesn't have a passport. After he got back from the military, he said, <laughs> I'm staying in America. There's no better place than here. Never leaving. And you know what? I think sometimes you are so on to something with this one, man, because we just do story after story uh, of these morons who are overseas, just like Brittany Griner, not realizing you are not in America anymore. That's the problem. You're not. That's the problem. And if, if you fuck around, you don't you're going you to get in trouble. Stu- your stupid little joke will get you killed. Yes. They will kill you over a stupid little joke. You're making a TikTok that's, video, hardy har, well, now you're dead. That's what's going to happen that's, here. That's it. Yeah, they don't care. <laughs> it's unreal to me. Only they, in America do you, we, I mean, that's one of our biggest problems, that we all believe we're so special. Yes. You know, your life means absolutely nothing. Now, to you it's important. To the people that love you it's important. But... To the world, to your country, to your community? Does your life really matter? You die today, none of them are going to stop. <laughs> That's right. Right? Dude, North... I'll never, for- <laughs> I'll never forget the, the drill sergeant that said, you know, you might die. But I, we all might die. But I can promise you one thing. I can, say three, I can promise you three things. Tomorrow, the world will turn, the sun will rise, and the army will march on, with or without you. Yeah! <laughs> that just fired me up. Sign me you know up, baby. I mean? Let's take it to Donbass. <laughs> Let's go, Donbass. I'm saying, man, your life is nothing. 
So go fuck around in North Korea and you're going to find out how valuable your life really is. And this is what you gets know? me about especially North Korea. Like Russia, I I think there was something up maybe you know, she got set up with that, but also... But why even go? Why go? Why right, go? you know, there's why types... Would you exactly, go? that's... Exactly. You want to go see some snow? Go to Minnesota. <laughs> you want We want beaches? Go to Florida. We got everything in America, baby. You don't got to go anywhere. You want to see some gay art? Go to Chicago, New York. They got the art museums. <laughs> it's better for, than the Louvre. For all the fruitcakes out there on the north side. And so... <laughs> what kills me about this one, and you uh, brought it up uh, just a few seconds ago, that kid... Who got uh, caught in North Korea and basically died the second he made it back to the United States, dude? North Korea starves their own people publicly, like they, they're yeah. all, they're totally How well cool. do you think they're feeding the prisoners? That's what I'm saying, like just their own people, they don't give them food or shelter or electricity or anything. Do you think they're, you know, what kind of situation they're? Uh, do we're, you we're the fattest country guy? in the world. We throw out more food than anybody else in the world, and our prisoners complain about the food. Imagine the country where they don't have food. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. In North Korea, this guy is sleeping on a stone slab in an ice-cold chamber with no electricity, no heat, no food. No water. Dude, That's what's dude, happening. You didn't, you didn't accidentally stumble across the fucking DMZ, I a know. fucking demilitarizer, a line in the sand that was drawn 50 years ago that nobody crossed. You just stumbled across it? Go fuck yourself, dude. Yeah, I, again, I saw some pictures, uh, you know, online of the the zone there. There isn't really stumbling going on there, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. It's more like you deliberately kind of oh, went for it. <laughs> yes. Dude, just like that kid, the college kid tore down that poster because he was going to take it home. He ripped a poster down off the wall. Listen, do I think you deserve to die over that? No, but you're in a country that does. So you get what you deserve, right? Know the rules of the game you are playing. When you're in America, this is a different game than when you're in North Korea. You're playing a different game, different rules, you know? Especially nowadays, a lot of people are into doing their podcasts and their YouTube channels and TikTok, uh, you know, bonanza to like get clicks and all that stuff. There's this one dude who got shot recently in a mall. It's about six months ago, I think, during Christmas. He was doing some YouTube prank thing on his YouTube channel and a security guard shot him. And yeah. uh, there's another dude uh, who's been accosted on the street for doing ridiculous things and he's a YouTube sensation. And it, it, I... Just ha and we uh, covered recently or talked about a dude who fell four thousand feet to his death in the Grand Canyon, probably because he was taking a retarded selfie. You know what I'm saying? Like you deserve it. I'm I, sorry. All these things are seem to be related to it one way or another. I'm getting a sweet pick, dude. I'm gonna get some killer <laughs> likes on this one, bro. Yeah. So, like, I don't think people have any sympathy anymore. Like, I had zero sympathy for Brittany Griner going to Russia to play yeah. basketball, bringing her weed vape pen with her. I don't care if it's CBD. It's illegal there. You have no people. Yeah, no, I don't go to there? Russia because I like smoking weed. Exactly. Next question. <laughs> Next question. I like my freedom. You know what I mean? Same thing with this guy. I, you know, I don't know. That college kid, I felt bad, but I, I can't feel too bad for you. You did it. What is the there. urge to go to North Korea, man?
people well? What are like? What's no. their deal? Th that is in uh, that is someone who's sick in the head, man. To think you know like I, I'm gonna you, go. You know what? I, uh, you know what? I, long time ago, uh, Radio Lab came out with this, the <clears throat> the history of football. Oh yeah, right. And I'm gonna fucking tear it up, but really, football was star American football was started because like all the wars in the West with the Indians and everything, everything was kind of winding down. And uh, a lot of young men felt that there was, there was just no more opportunity for them to prove themselves like their fathers and grandfathers had. Wow, yeah, man. So that was why American football was invented. It literally is a game of war. It's a game of inches, you know what I mean? We're going to push you, you push us. We're trying to gain ground, you know? That's how it all started. <clears throat> I think we're kind of at that point now we're, we've taken away football because of CTE. You're taking away contact sports. No mom wants their kid to go fight or do anything. So it's like, when you're, when you're if you're a young man, you still have that angst and that just unset, like that 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 urge, that need to like prove yourself, your worth. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, and overcome extreme physical challenges or even, um, you know, in football you will be overmatched and oversized and you will have yeah. to summon inner strength and ability and agility to uh, outmatch your opponent. And you may fail time and time again, but there will be that one point of victory, that moment where you you know, will win that battle and uh, there is no better feeling or satisfaction. But not only that, like, you ever notice like, the guy that played, that played sports in high school, you work with him, he's not the kind of guy that needs you to kiss... Like, Every time he does something, oh, Johnny, great job. Yes, great good. Job. Yeah, you're you know right, man. I mean? Oh, absolutely. And, and I think that's what it is, is because you get that out of football. Whereas these guys, they're not in these sports. They're not getting these things. So what do they, you know what I mean? They're like, for them, that is where they're getting the applause and the everything. Is I'm going to go, I'm, I went to this place and took a picture that nobody else was, you know? <laughs> yes, I, I went into this restaurant wearing my mask and I took a selfie. Look at me. Selfie. Yeah, it's like, that's like they're, you know. <laughs> It's just like the hardest person to start a fight with is a fighter. Because they've already, yes. you know what I mean? They've got the yes. aggression out. They fought, you know what I mean? They don't want to get in a street fight, you know? Wow, good call, man. Yeah, they, they've, um, that energy has left them, so they're, they're calm and Now, easy. they will fight you. Push them too far, they're going to fight you. <laughs> Say something too stupid, they're going to fight you, you know what I mean? But you, a fighter, a real fighter at the bar, some guy bumps into his shoulder and spills his drink. It's no big deal. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. It's the guy who works at the office and's got a, you know what I mean, never been hasn't been in a fight since high school. That's the guy who you barely bump into and he's he now he all of a sudden wants to be the tough guy and fight, you know? It's all built up. Yeah, it kind of actually reminds me of the Ukrainians versus the Russians, to be totally honest. You know, the Ukrainians are this, like, little guy who's all got uh, the pent-up rage, and they just want to fight everybody, and they're just, you know, and Russia's just like, ah. Uh. Oh, they even got the big friend. Yes. The big friend is like, you know, he's coming in once in a while and throwing a jab, but he just wants to chill back. Yeah, he's hanging girls, back. You know? Yeah, he's there to get laid, man. You know, and just, uh, Ukraine just constantly poking the bear. That's Russia. And Russia's kind of like, ah. Uh. Please don't make me do it. Yeah, you know, like <laughs> don't make me really hit you. It's kind of what I'm getting out of this whole thing. 
And uh, basically, uh, I, I it was that easy. well, we had another incident occur, and I find it absolutely hilarious because they've tried this once before, um, and this follows immediately after all the threats of the nuclear explosion that never happened. So now, um, of course, the little guy has to throw a teeny little punch in the same uh, abdominal area where there's clearly too much muscle. <laughs> Uh, so. uh, you mean uh, launch a missile attack on the one place where everybody said he did it before, but he said he didn't, and then now he's going to do it? We're going to shoot that bridge, baby. <laughs> the war in Ukraine and Vladimir Putin furious tonight after an attack on a key oh, bridge Dave, that Russia uses. I didn't even take a shower, Link Frank. Come on. Sorry, folks. Make sure you spray in that banaka. <laughs> <laughs> Part that doo-wop. We got Dave Mir. In Crimea to Russia. But Putin is now warning our foreign correspondent, James Longman, from inside Ukraine again tonight. James Lawman? Can you guys give me some real human names? Oh, I can't handle this anymore. Vladimir Putin tonight <laughs> vowing... Is everybody CIA at this point? This is unreal, yeah, man. This is Joe Pistol's brother, right? What are you talking about? <laughs> to respond to the latest attack on a vital bridge that connects Russian-occupied Crimea to the Russian mainland. Videos circulating online show the immediate aftermath. The Kremlin claims Ukraine used underwater drones to strike the Kerch Bridge. The claims are unverified. Ah, uh, were these the, the same ones you used down. to bomb the Nord Stream pipeline? <laughs> it's the ones they held off from the nuclear plant. <laughs> this is too much. This is too Six, like, literally nine months ago, you had no means of blowing up an underwater pipeline, and you had no idea who bombed the Crimean Bridge. Now, you're bombing the Crimean Bridge with underwater submersible... Get the fuck out of here, guys! Get the fuck out of here. We need money for peace. Uh, underwater submersible drones. Shoot the bridge for peace. Traffic on this crucial supply route for Russian forces. Satellite images show a portion of it knocked out. Russian officials say a couple driving on the bridge was killed. We build a sanctuary for 5-7. <laughs> All the women, 5-4 or less. Oh, uh, dude, you should write to Zelensky and just tell him, like, hey, as a fellow 5-7 uh, enthusiast, uh, I was wondering if I can come out there and meet you like Greta Thunberg. <laughs> Hey, as a fellow 5'7", I gotta know, who's your tailor? Those t-shirts look amazing, <laughs> Jesus Christ. I could never get a t-shirt to fit that good. He's, he looked so ridiculous at that NATO summit. Everybody was dressed to the T, man. Totally dolled uh, Frank, up. I know, I, I know, I heard they fixed that for next year. They're gonna bring Fetterman. <laughs> <laughs> Just stand next to Zelensky, make him look better? <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> It's a huge oversight on the Biden administration. It won't happen again next year. <laughs> we will have Fetterman to make Zelensky look better. To be honest, we thought that a guy with dementia made him look pretty good. Uh, apparently, the <laughs> dementia guy didn't work. So, yeah, we'll bring in the brain dead fella. <laughs> the stroke patient in sweats. The That's picture, there's this picture, though, that went viral, and it was... Like Zelensky's wife and uh, Macron's wife chatting it up and all the dressed other... Dressed beautifully. Yes, like out for the Why day. can your wife dress nice? Dude, isn't right, it obvious? Yeah. I mean, did you see the picture of him? He's like staring in like just rage basically into the crowd. Like he just looks 
he looks like a little kid who was forced to be there, and his outfit doesn't help. You look like a kid who somebody, you know, just knocked your cocaine birthday cake out of your hand. <laughs> oh, was he in the East Wing of the White House about five days ago? <laughs> oh, no, that was Kamala Harris. You know, the, the rumor out there is it was Kamala's bag of coke. No way. Yes, that's the major rumor in the D.C. area. The bag of cocaine was Kamala Harris's, and if you listen to... I don't think so. Listen, listen, she can never get to a single point. Cokeheads get to, like, 20 points, you know? Wow. Great call. Yes, her, hers would be a, an eighth of weed that fell out, like a bag yeah, of Yeah, I mean, weed. her biggest problem is transitions into other topics. Have you ever talked to a cokehead? You never know what topic you're talking about. <laughs> you're going from one to another to another, you know what I mean? Oh, dude, you're talking about every single topic all at once. That's what cocaine's all yeah, about, man. great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. R- rumor out there on the street, it was Camilla's bag, or at least they're trying to frame it that way. Uh, a lot of opposition in the White House, man. I think they're battling each other, but... Uh, Zelensky looked like a little kid, uh, you're right, who someone snatched his baggie of cocaine, and he, he just, he looks like he's forced to wear that outfit, and I just can't figure out who's making him wear it, but it's, it's his, he looks pissed, he just looks, he looks like a kid whose mom dressed him to go to, you know, Sunday school. Is that a dig at the 5'7"? No, no, I'm just, it's a dig at... (laughs) It's a dig at the fact that Zelensky looks like a child. Yeah. Well, we five sevens. We have to really pick our outfits carefully. No, we already t- discussed five six. Macron with the lifts was right there with him, <laughs> but he's wearing a suit. He looks like a man. Yeah, you gotta do the suit. You I gotta mean, do the he, suit. You have all these men wearing suits like men with their wives in these beautiful dresses looking like beautiful women and then you have Zelensky in this like green <laughs> playground get up outfit you know it's like the mom dragged him from the playground to show up and say hi to everybody yeah it's really terrible it's sad it's I, really terrible i wish i could say you gotta, I feel you gotta bad think like that. It, <laughs> the, the, that is your uniform like, the suit is the uniform of the successful man. No, Mike. Zelensky's an actor. It's his costume. Oh, yeah, right. Well, that's his green, his green you know. <laughs> They're forcing him to wear the costume, man. It's, you it's think funny. so? I mean, you show up with your wife on your arms, and you guys came out of the same car. That's what I'm saying. You can't put on a tie, a clean shirt, or a nice shirt. I don't know. It's so, he, he just have for some weird <laughs> reason, the, his uh, handlers keep making him look like he's this leader on the front lines of a war when it's clearly us who are fighting this war and he's nowhere near it he's constantly in poland or doing these weird affairs telling everybody i need money for the peace and the bombs i go where my money is <laughs> and the cocaine belarus. <laughs> belarus dude you know belarus comes up a lot and nobody no, bro i swear to god it's like every sunday there's this i guarantee you there's a place in belarus there's something where there. Zelensky, yes. the king of belarus or whoever the fuck he is and putin they all get together they're drinking cognac and fucking counting dollar dollar bills you know what i mean absolutely dude somebody is raking it in over there and i i <laughs> Belarus like sneaks into these news cycles, but nobody's talking about like what Belarus Frick, is doing. You didn't even exist. Nobody even knew about you. So- you existed for five seconds during the Chernobyl uh, disaster, right, and then yes. after that, nobody talks about you. And then all of a sudden, 
you're the one bringing peace to Ukraine and what? You're the one that's solving the Wagner group? Get out of here. Dude, I am, here, I Bruce. stand by this and I was one of the first people to bring this up on this show and I'm still sticking with it. That Perjogan dude is AI. I don't think he really <laughs> exists. I'm telling everybody, I, I, I swear on it, there is an uncanny valley with the... Now that I look at his name, fella. you just changed two letters in pierogi. What? I, I'm calling this out. <laughs> dude, we're three seconds from Poonchki here, man. I, I don't know what I'm talking about. That's right. When's the last time you heard Poonchki? Fat Tuesday. <laughs> was seriously injured in the blast. The 12-mile Kerch Bridge is Europe's longest and has been attacked last October in a massive truck explosion. It took months to repair, and Putin made a point of driving across it after it was rebuilt. Today's strike coming just hours before Russia said it was suspending the deal that allows Ukraine to export millions of tons of grain through the Black Sea. Russia claims international restrictions have hampered its own exports of food and fertilizer, and that it might consider resuming the safe passage agreement only when its demands are met. Experts say if Ukrainian grain shipments are interrupted, it could lead to famine in some countries and rising food prices around the world. This is a deeply regrettable and, as I said, a dangerous decision that we urge Mr. Putin to reverse. All right, so this is actual kind of serious stuff, I guess. Uh, if they do follow through on this um, uh, holding back of the grain production, then uh, all the prices here are going to skyrocket again. So we can, you know... Enjoy your 3% inflation now, is what they're saying. This, this is what I don't understand. Like, it, it used to be, Frank, you live in your castle, I live in my castle. I want your land, so I'm going to come and storm your castle. Right? Alrighty. And while, you know, I, I, I couldn't get all the way in, so I'm going to surround your castle. And I'm not going to let food in, I'm not going to let water in, I'm not going to let, you know what I mean? That's right. Until you give me your castle. That, that's what war is, right? Oh, yeah. Not, you invaded our land. Okay, while you're fighting the war, though, you're going to still allow shipments of food so we can export. Like, <laughs> what? Are we in war or are we not at war? I don't know. what. I still, to this day, have no idea what's going on in Ukraine. I mean, we're sending you billions of dollars in weapons and ammunition to fight a war, and in the middle of the war, the guy you're fighting in a war with, you have an agreement that's going to allow shipments? I mean, the only thing that I can understand about it in one sense is that the places and you have to dig a little for this kind of info, but the places that Russia has reoccupied here at, at this current juncture are areas where the people there consider themselves Russians. Yes. And so maybe yes. just maybe he was continuing the production from that facility to feed his newly acquired land that is of people that are Russians, and he just wants to be able to keep feeding Russians. Could be. And there's, I just think there's so much nuance to this region that it's not as it's impossibly it's impossible to be black and white. Where oh, Putin now is shutting off the food for the Ukrainians. Like a lot of these Ukrainians consider themselves Russians and want to be liberated from Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. And I'm so just, that's weird. You're starting to look, Zelensky, you're starting to look like the bad guy. With the bombing of the bridges, you clearly bombed the pipeline with the help of the United States. Yeah, you like, guys, this, is, <laughs> we, this looks really bad. We're behind the pipeline. We're behind the uh, 
the dam that we all forgot about, goldfish out there five seconds ago. The dam that just wiped away ten villages and, you know, annihilated a bunch of people. Uh, Yeah, we're going to forget about that, even though Ukraine probably did that with our technology. That's how you know Ukraine did it. If Putin did it, we wouldn't hear the end of it. (laughs) If Putin did it, during the Grammys, there'd be a fucking moment of silence for the victims, (laughs) and they would do a fucking whole thing. But the fact that it was on the news and it disappeared, that means Ukraine did it. Probably with our munitions. Well, when we say Ukraine did it, I think we're just saying that we're doing it. I think we're at war. We're doing it. And, and we're, we know, are sending dude, these drones, man. We're, we're sending these drones, these underwater drones, to blow up the Nord Stream pipeline and the, the dam. And now we're blowing up the bridge. That, By the way, second time we blew up this uh, bridge in a year. No, the first time it was Russia, Frank. Yeah, sorry, you're right. Just like it was <laughs> Russia who bombed the... Nord Stream Pipeline. <laughs> I get it all so confused. It's I'm confusing. an idiot. <laughs> well, go ahead and do a bump. That'll get you in the right state of mind. Then you can get all this straightened out. All right. I need to take a trip to the east wing of the White House, uh, call up my friend Kamala and Hunter, and uh, boogie down, right? That's, that's what it comes down to. I love the cocaine story, man. I fucking love that story so much. Nobody... I just love... The- <laughs> It's just, I just a beautiful love the story. idea of a bag of cocaine was found, and they're like, "What? You think it belonged to that self-admitted crackhead? <laughs> no, 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 no! Belongs to that former DA who worked her way up in politics." <laughs> yeah, man. And by worked her way up, well, we're talking about. Well, okay. Well, you know what we're talking about. Well, she it... sucked a lot of dick and locked <laughs> a lot of guys up for cocaine. You know. That's right, uh, man. I. I just enjoy maybe, a, a cocaine be, to story. To be fair, though, it could be Montel's cocaine. Oh, maybe Montel was there for a visit, you know, catch up, right? See how yeah. she's doing, you know? He's maybe do a little romp in the White House in the East Wing uh, or dude, West you Wing. You think she hits up that Montel once in a while? Maybe once in a while, yeah. Is, on. is Montel still doing his show, the daytime uh, Montel Williams? I, I bet you Montel's <laughs> a lover you don't forget, you know what I mean? He sounds like a, he seems like a smooth fella, probably cooks you breakfast in the morning, but like one of those fancy breakfasts with the black plates. And um, I imagine he's a guy with silk uh, sheets. Definitely silk sheets. Yeah. Probably still has a waterbed. You know, he's like one of those I was thinking, yeah, you're psycho, bro. I was thinking waterbed with the Montel Williams. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Breakfast in bed, egg whites only for sure. What? He's like an egg whites guy. Oh, yeah. He probably poaches that shit and everything, man. Oh, yeah. Ooh, ooh. Hey, Montel, hit me up. I think I'm just laying out my fantasy here. You know? I I, I kind of think it sounds like maybe he's got an OnlyFans. We'll have to check that out out there. It's uh, <laughs> probably why he's not on daytime. You know. Oh, dude, Montel Williams. Uh, good call. We'll have to uh, scour the daytime television. Back in the day, yeah, dude, where you, is he? you had Ricky Lake, Montel, uh, Maury, oh, Jerry Ricky Springer. Dude, Maury's still on, I swear to fucking no, God. No, Maury's still guy, at it? No dude, way, dude. you could never run out of fucking pregnant young bitches. I swear wow. to God. This guy Maury, he's never uh, run out. He's the Ringo star of daytime hosts. That's incredible. <laughs> hey Damn! Bro, Montel Williams. A corpsman. Corpsman? Joined the Marine Corps in 1974. Wow. 
I didn't uh, I didn't see that one coming. Yeah, man. Me, me neither, dude. He went to the Naval Academy. All he right. became a corpsman. Uh, well, I Served see, in Guam. Damn! Man, I see the appeal here, ladies. All right. No, dude, this is getting crazy. He spent 18 months in Guam as a cryptologic officer for naval intelligence. And then he ends up... His ex-girlfriend then becomes the vice president. Well, how much of an ex-girlfriend, though... Are- most of our evidence is based mm. on the clip from like E Hollywood in 1995, and it's him, Kamala, and another chick. They clearly had a threesome before and after whatever event they're on the red carpet for. Yeah, but don't you think it's weird that one of the girls he's with becomes the vice president? Dude, this guy was involved in the U.S. invasion of Granada. Yeah, so he's probably Secret Service, CIA. I could only assume. Yo! What the fuck? Kind Hell of, yeah, this guy's worse than Cooper. That's that's actually a good catch, my man. I, I We've been making fun of Montel Williams for so Holy long, shit. we never took the time to really like dig in and realize that he's probably um, an asset and part of the government in a deep way, and it makes a lot of sense that he was uh, you know courting a future VP there about 20 years ago. Pretty bizarre Dude. stuff, man. He's reti- he retired after 22 years of service as a lieutenant commander. He, the, the medals he has. This guy's actually like a decorated marine officer. I have to ask one question and one question only. Probably the question on everybody's mind out there. Is he 5'7"? <laughs> I can only assume this man to be 5'7". A man this great. <laughs> there's no other explanation for all this fantasticness. <laughs> I don't think so, dude. Black guys tend to be taller. No, he's 6'2". He's an actual man. Yeah, I, actual. I know how the, the fellas <laughs> tend to go that way. Well, but Dude, this guy's actually an amazing man. Dude, he literally, it looks like he left uh, active service, joined the reserve the year he started the Montel Williams show. Like, this guy's actually a fucking... I mean, I... I Montel, I, you just totally changed my opinion of you in, in three minutes here. Uh, I'm uh, deep down the rabbit hole of conspiracy nutjobness. I, I have a, an, you know, kind of an itch here with the Montel Williams three-letter agency with the future VP like 20 years before. Like, there's a lot of weird stuff going on here, man. That's what I mean, dude. Like, he must be connected. Oh, there's always a connection. And uh, I'm... Pretty impressed with your digging there in real time, folks. Fastest hour in the universe, no doubt about it. We unfortunately uh, hit that point. I hate to just break it there. That I, what a rabbit hole on the Montel Williams. Are you yeah. ready for a little controversy? Yes! <laughs> I meant to hit the other one. I also hit the wrong button. That was hilarious. All right, well, we are at that point either way. And Brownie, you're doing a heck of a job. <laughs> Oh, <laughs>